0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Uh, so, we're talking games, movies, TV, stuff from the week, uh, and anything else really, anything else that comes up. Um, so, that's what we've got going on. Before we get started, please, 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 please do consider like, subscribe, share, comment, and if you've got a spare few minutes, you could drop a little review. Mmm, interesting Anyway, it's enough of that, let's get started So here we go, this is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast Hello, how you doing, you all right? I've got a frog, which is obviously the best time to uh, start recording. Um, I'm sure it will cause absolutely no problems as I try and and work my way through this. How you doing? How was your weekend? Good? You had a good time? I I went back to work today after having 10 days off, uh, as I'm sure you can imagine. That was awesome. Um, I feel like I've uh, been through a bit of a whirlwind. So, as you can imagine, lots to talk about. Uh, Last Tuesday. So, I'll start with last Tuesday and I'll go back a step. So, last Tuesday I took the dog to the vet's um, which turned out to be a very emotional time for me, um, it had basically reached that point in time where it was time for him to, um, have, uh, have the operation, um, so Tuesday, vet. Monday night, I'm like, uh, Oh yeah, must, you know, must, must prepare myself uh, to take him to the vets in the morning because you know I've got stuff that needs to be done before doing that. Uh, it's early, so I need to be up early. So I need to do stuff early. Ba, 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 ba. Um, and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I've got to take him to the vets. And I was like, oh, you know, there'll come a day where uh, where I'll have to take him to the vet, uh, and it'll be, you know, it'll be the last time last time he'll go to the vets and then I got super emotional about it, I was like oh my god oh man Um, I was talking to my my sister and brother in law uh, on the old FaceTime the other day Um, and I was like I didn't didn't sign up for any of this Um, you know, I was like get a dog have a nice, nice, relaxing walks. That's that was my focus. That was my my whole thing around that. I thought it would do me good, um, mentally, physically, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, as as I'm sure you you can imagine, you know, what walk, the walks are awful, and uh, now I've got all this like emotional stuff to deal with. All this emotional attachment. So uh, I was letting him. Letting him out for his uh, for his last wee, and I'm like getting all emotional about him to take him to the vets. So uh, next morning, get get all the jobs done, then uh, you know bundle him into the car, take him off to the vets. Go to the vets, um, and they they took. It was one of those things. It was a bit like um, they took me off into this room, which is Jo- uh, joined uh, adjacent to the room where, obviously, you know the the actual deed goes down, and the the door's open, and you can see the like the table and all the stuff. And I'm like, I mean, you you, you could have just closed the door. <laughs> Here we go. That frog's coming to get me. Um, <clears throat> but I'm like, oh, you know, uh, he's uh we're just, you know, filling the farming and stuff, going through it on. Then we had to get him to go into, like, the... Um, <clears throat> we're not allowed to say the C word in this house. Uh, not that C word, we say that one all the time. We're not allowed to say uh, C-A-G-E in our house. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a C-A-G-E, it's a den. It's a bed. Um, but I felt it was kind of more appropriate to say it as far as the one in the in the vets was concerned it was a little bit more industrial um it's like oh you know get yourself in there like yeah uh no i'm good thanks like ah oh, you'll, you'll love it it'll be fine so there was that to deal with uh, i had to get him in he didn't want to go in i had to sort of coax him in um couldn't use any treats or food or anything because he has to have an empty stomach, so he hadn't eaten for, I don't know, like 15 hours or something at this point, um, so in the end we kind of had to give him a little bit of a push, me and the vet, um, and then shut the door, and then I was like, uh, I was like, oh, he uh, he gets a little bit vocal, uh, I just sort of trying to prepare the vet for... You know possibilities of things, and literally, he started with his uh, <coughs> his communication. I was like, you know, like that, and then uh, <coughs> again, I got all emotional. I was like, I'm gonna go, and uh, and made a quick exit. Um, before this, before even going. I'm telling Leanne about the fact that I got emotional the night before, and I got emotional again, like trying to tell her about it, and um, so so that was that. And then I had to go and collect him, took my oldest with me. Um, and you know, it's it's the things that you kind of presume they say to everybody. It's like, oh, he's been, in, been in as good as gold, it's gone real well, you should be proud of him. Um, he, he really, he really did well, and all of this. Um, so he's there with this giant cone on, and very much like, hey, let's, um, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, 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 let's go. Um, so it's one of those things. He's got to keep the cone on for uh, ten days, which would be, uh, which would be good, which would be fine, if he hadn't managed to make the whole thing explode already um, but uh, my, my sister came through on that one with a with a donut for him um, and he's got to take medication, he's already been back for his post op check um, and apparently everything's healing up nicely, everything's real good uh, it's always good when someone says keep on doing what you're doing it's like yes I will keep feeding him Um, Because at that point that was basically all What was happening because he wasn't going for walks and stuff Um, Now He he can have a a whole Ten minutes Literally a walk around the block Which for some reason seems to tire him out more Than if he'd gone out for an hour So I'll never understand That sort of stuff Um, So There we go um, he he wasn't—he wasn't exactly my friend for a couple of days. Uh, I think we're a bit more friendly now. Um, spent two two evenings pushing me off the sofa. Um, so that's that. It is what it is. Um, he still needs to go back again to the vets for another another check. But if that check goes okay, then he can uh, take the coat off and stop having the medication. Um, I think the medication is just like a painkiller. Um, so There we go. The deed has been done. Um, hoping that it'll it'll make him sort of calm down a bit or help him to calm down a bit, should I say? Um, early reports suggest not, uh, but I think it's I think it's early days for something like that. So, half term, time off, ten days off. You imagine what it was like logging on this morning. <coughs> went a variety of different places uh, in the time. Um, one of those places was, uh, oh here we go, oh Jesus. One of those places was went to Monk Park Farm. I took all the uh, I took all the girls, went off to Monk Park Farm, somewhere that uh, been going for years, years and years, yet Um, and I was like, oh, you know, it's the, it's the holidays, but um, it's a place that I've I've been a lot, and it's generally fairly quiet. Uh, I went at one point during the the, the height of the pandemic, um, and it was more like a safari. You you drove around. Uh, But they're back to full swing, and um, I knew there was something wrong, not wrong as such, but I knew there was something slightly off, when, as we pulled in, there was people directing traffic, like, huh? Uh, I got further down to realise, the reason for this was, the place was rammed, Uh, between me My eldest, we estimate there was probably about 200 cars in the car park. Um, And, you know, as many people to go with those cars as you would imagine. Um, It's definitely had a bit of a shift. Um, I know it's driving in. They've changed their logo. And uh, while I was there, I ended up looking them up on um facebook to find out that they are under new management uh, now i imagine the new management has potentially pumped a bit of cash into the place um and weirdly for a farm the the animals are almost like a, like an afterthought they they've obviously put a lot into I don't know what you call it like almost like a family area. Um the park sort of stuff, the rides, um I don't mean like not like fairground rides and not like um certainly not like roller coasters but like like the, the land train and the and you know, your barrel ride and your know, stuff like that. Um, which are also ways to make additional money. Um, so I'm like, hey, you know, let's get some Animal feed and go off and feed the animals. We went through the the barn and saw uh, <clears throat> saw the animals in there. Then we went out to, to feed the animals. Um, so I saw possibly the biggest rabbit I've ever seen. It was huge. Um, so yeah, we go out and we feed the animals. Um, one of the things about it as a place is you work your way down... And then back up. On your way down, there's all sorts of animals: Highland cows and um, goats, uh, llamas, alpacas. I suppose. Um, Saw these amazing piglets. There was one piglet that was like, "Uh, "I'm off," and managed to get under a fence and do a runner. Uh, I think it was still in the same enclosure, uh, but he was like a, a nippy little guy. Um. Once you pass a certain point, and you're working your way back up, there is nothing. Like, the, the, the there's no animals. Um, and I've always found, no matter how many times I've been, even the one time we drove around the place, that that section is just like, well, well now we're just having a walk. Uh, and it's a bit... It's hard to explain, because it's not like it's it's awful, but it is very much like a, you're just kind of trudging along. When you've got kids, when you've got little legs, um, it, it can be a bit of a chore. Um, and I, I'm always like, could they not have just, like, chucked a couple of animals on the way? Um, there were some ostriches, or emus, whichever. Um, So when we worked our way back up to um, what I'm going to go with as a family area, they had these like um, never seen them before giant inflatable. uh, Well, we could see it from a distance. I was like, it's like a bouncy castle with no like no roof. It's just the bouncy base, and it was like a dome, and it's in the floor. Um, But just all these kids bouncing up and down, uh, having a whale of a time, and with my children, they're all like, well that looks awesome, but as we're working our way back up, I'm like, oh you know, let's send off some lunch, and they're like, want to go and play, it's like, ah yes, but it's lunchtime and everyone's hungry, so let's let's eat, obviously you've got that whole, we've eaten now, oh I want to go on the bouncy thing no you've just eaten so it's kind of like making that work uh, they've got this massive sand pit uh which the younger two went off and uh, got stuck into you know sand castles and stuff um and then it was very much a um a look you know why don't you go on the bounce thing for a bit look after the little one uh, make, make sure nobody gets hurt. Uh, it was a little bit quieter, so I felt okay with that. Uh, and that's that's what they did. They went and did that, and I was like, look, let's go and get an ice cream. Because, you know, it's day out, you kind of got to get an ice cream. Lovely, lovely sunny day. Um, and then I was like, you've just had an ice cream, so don't go back on the bouncy thing. Give it a little bit of time. And I was like, right, you can go and have some time on the bouncy thing. And then um, it's time to go. So it was one of those that... Um, my youngest was like, I don't want to go on the bouncy thing. I want to go in the sand pit. And the other two went on the bouncy thing. Um, all in all, not the worst day out. Um, we've done other things. Uh, went bowling. Uh, we. Uh, I've, had, I've had two trips to the cinema in one week, which is almost unheard of, um, and a variety of other things, some of which I'm going to cover. Um, but uh, as, an, as an interlude, we're going to talk about something that I've seen in the last couple of days, and something that somebody linked to me recently. Um, Sony and Microsoft have announced That they are going to start putting adverts in games. Now then. <coughs> this doesn't hugely affect me. Other than the way I feel about the games market. The reason it doesn't hugely affect me. Is because they're going to put it into multiplayer games. Things like presumably Fortnite. The, uh, the source of all evil um Call of duty I'm guessing because that's basically just a multiplayer um, and and these sorts of things uh, it's okay though because they've said if you sit and watch the advert, then you'll get you'll you'll unlock an in-game thing. Uh, I think Sony announced it first uh, Microsoft immediately said that they were doing the same. If it was the other way around, I apologize but basically both companies have said this. And another little part of me died. And this is what I said in response. In fact, while I'm here, let me see if I can find it. Because it was only the other day. Mm -hmm. So... The article says, uh, the article that was then sent to me, PlayStation wants to make you sit through adverts, but it also plans to reward you for it. That came from uh, Gaming Bible. Bible. PlayStation plans to put adverts in games by the end of the year. Uh, Following on from last week's news, that Xbox is looking to work adverts into free-to-play games, it would seem Sony is fine. So there we go. I did get it the wrong way around, and I apologise to everybody involved. Uh, Right, here we go. Sony also wants to reward players for sitting through these ads with special in-game rewards like exclusive skins and avatars because nothing says immersion like pausing your game to watch an advert for a product you don't need before getting a skin you don't want. uh, I can't give you a source on that. Uh, And then somebody tagged me um, saying, what is this? And my response was, yes. I saw this yesterday, and really, gaming has truly reached its worst point. (coughs) Um, So, then it came up saying, um, the response to that was, uh, there are are basically only a couple of free-to-play games, and those free-to-play games have microtransactions in them. This was my response. Does gaming really need more money? It's a multi-billion dollar industry, and what? They need more? Also, something else I was wondering yesterday. When was the last truly great game either of these companies had on their consoles? A game that makes you stop and go, this is amazing. Maybe put more time into making great games, and less time into strangling the industry to death. So... I decided to conduct a little experiment. Uh, believe me, I, I truly believe that this is the beginning of the end. Um, I decided to co- conduct a little experiment. And the experiment goes like this. I asked two. No, that's not a lot. <coughs> that's why it's a little experiment. I asked two uh, of my gaming friends. Um, <clears throat> a couple of questions. Question number one. What is the next game coming out? What's the next game coming out? Neither of them could give me an answer. Uh, Between myself and one of them managed to land on uh, a game that was coming out that we were both looking forward to. uh, It's coming out in August. Well, not to date this, but let's let's play the dating game. Today's the twenty fifth of April. So we're at the back end of April. So four months away is is a game coming out that we're that we're interested in. Um that's a quarter of a year. Sort of, depending on how you do the maths. Wrong, basically. It's a third. It's not even a quarter, it's a third. I just did the quick maths. It's a third of a year away. Uh, And then there was a... That then led into a conversation about how a lot of the uh, big games are being held on until, until next year, and so on and so forth. So, question number two of my little experiment was... What was the last game that you went wow that game is amazing this is what gaming is this is what gaming is about I love this game it's the best and both of them struggled um, one person told me a game um, I've, got to, I've got to be honest I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was probably an indie game uh, and it's certainly a game that I'd never heard of um, but then offered up um, the phrase Resident Evil Seven until it sucked, or the remake of Resident Evil Two. The other person couldn't answer the question, and in the end, I had to say, I think the last game that I went, wow, this is this game is great. I love this game. This game is is proper proper good gaming. Is this? Is, uh what I had to remind myself was i'm pretty sure 2019s game of the year for me let me double check uh I do enjoy having the computer here uh-hmm uh, doesn't help that it's got a really long... Yep, so it was released. So the game in question that I said was the last game that I went, that game's great, was um, Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Was released November 2019. Admittedly, it was the back end, and let's face it, <coughs> if you're like me, a game like that goes on your, on your Christmas list and you don't actually end up playing it until, you know, January. But... It was uh, game of the year twenty nineteen for me personally. Uh, so there you go. You know, it's game of the year. So as I was concerned, um, I don't know if anybody's uh, keeping keeping count or anything. That was three years ago, but don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, because the most important thing to you right now, as a gamer. Is whether you can sit and watch an advert to earn something that you could give less of a shit about. There you go. That's, you know, that's the industry. Um, (coughs) I'll talk about games in a bit. Um, Aside from this, I'll talk about the game I've been playing. Um, I, I, I honestly think, I said this today, I said, Uh, The game I'm playing at the moment, I'm dragging it out, because I honestly believe if I stop playing it, I might not play anything else. I, I am borderline hating the game industry as a whole, every aspect of it. here's a game and it's great here's its sequel it's barely passable here's here's the latest game in a very 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 long franchise in that long franchise there's been multiple games and some of them were okay here's another reboot here's another remake it's <coughs> it's that, and then, you know, let's not forget, I'm going to charge you £70 for the privilege. <coughs> it's obviously the time of the day where I start coughing. <sighs> so, um, I dug a giant hole. There's a segue for you. I dug a big hole in the garden. Uh, Not on my own. I had help. Um, I also uh, had some help to move some stuff that got delivered from the front to the back. Uh, Big shout out to uh, Thomas Quinn. um, Who helped me move some paving slabs and some um, stone and sand and stuff. I dug a big hole. And when I say a big hole, uh, we're talking what was it 10 foot by six foot or something and then like half a foot down um dug the hole got all the soil out put um Leanne put some membrane down at the bottom weed membrane filled it with uh stone filled it with sand found out that it wasn't, uh, that we'd gone down too far, so put some of the soil back and then uh, laid a load of paving Um, took two days admittedly not full days, took two half days I would say, took two half days to complete and by the end of it we have this big uh, paved area in the garden ready for uh, it's all part of the big plan the big the big future plans that are coming um it's part of the um i don't know if anybody has at any point taken me serious about the fact that um having a new podcast studio built um if you have taken me serious then you know maybe the big paved area is to do with that if you haven't taken me serious then apparently i've just got a big paved area in the garden um, but, a sense of achievement washes over me when I look at it. I go out in the garden a lot, let the dog out to go to the toilet, um, and over the course of last week, we had some lovely weather, so it wasn't that bad being out there, but now I look out there and I'm like, look at that, I did that, obviously I, you know, I, I, I had help, me, Tom, we all we all had our we all played our parts, but a sense of achievement. I mean, it's wonky as hell. Um, after, I think after the first four paving slabs, after that there was an air of just just make it so it so it it's okay. Um, and in hindsight, there's one paving slab I keep looking at that I'm like. If I was able, I'd get that back up and relay it um, but it's been filled in around and there's no you know I wouldn't have a lot of leverage and all this. I'll tell you this much, I was feeling it today lifting those freaking paving slabs. They are heavy uh, and then I took on a, I took on a new workout today um, which was uh, was intense. so yeah feeling the burn today. Um, something that I've not been feeling the burn, um, it's in the weight, it's in the weight department, um, I've watched uh, a steady, steady increase of weight, um, I've, I've been having a difficult time with it. Um, I I reached the point yesterday where I started looking at that whole well if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be in one area should I be bothering with things in other areas you know what's the point in going out and running and flogging yourself to death to then you know not eat the way you're supposed to Um, I've been dealing with some stuff Um, this has all come off the back of um Losing a family member, going through some grief, um, and, um, you know, some, as somebody who deals with weight issues, it's the go-to, uh, but I've noticed a steady increase <coughs> over a few weeks, a couple of months, um, and it's not, it's not good, it's not great, Uh, I know at this age, at this stage in my life, it's super easy to put weight on. It's really difficult to lose weight. Um, So I'm not, you know, I'm not doing myself any favours. So there's, there's that. Um... Uh, I know, I know that I need to do something. I, I need to get, I need, I need to sort it out. I need to get my headspace right. Um, but yeah, my, my headspace isn't right at the moment. So yeah, I don't know what to. I don't know what to really say. <clears throat> I'm trying, but it is, uh, but it is a struggle. Um, but I thought maybe if I I brought it back here back to the core back to the you know then maybe I could find go back to finding some of that accountability um that I've found here previously um anyway that's that's that side of the week covered off um I've got a few bits and pieces here (laughs) like I said uh, a few movies, new ones uh, to boot. Um, was looking for a little bit of something in in TV wise, so I was looking for something like in the you know episode kind of area, and I realised that I had series three of Final Space to watch. Um, not entirely sure if I've kept anybody updated on uh, watching Final Space as a series. I imagine I probably talked about series one don't know how much I will have covered of series 2 um <clears throat> it's animated uh, i know that's not everybody's bag um but it's uh it's very enjoyable it's something that i i've uh, i, found, I found got a lot of enjoyment from uh and this series <clears throat> this series is a lot weirder um than the previous two um a lot weirder in places but i tell you something The episodes go by in the blink of an eye. You start an episode, and then what feels like two minutes later, that episode is ending. And that can only be the sign of something that is really good. Um, I think I've nearly finished the series, and I was informed today... That the series was actually cancelled, so there's probably not anything after this series. So it's that um in and ahhing around is there gonna be a cliffhanger or is there gonna be some closure? Um kinda of sad that um there's not gonna be any more. Um although I am a man that likes likes a night a nice tight series um often it's the case that things aren't um aren't finished properly but uh we shall see how this one ends um as we know from previous podcasts i've been going through a bit of a stand-up phase uh as is as is often the case for me um i have kind of come out the back end of it mostly because i'd Kind of exhausted. All my usuals. Um, <clears throat> there is one that I hadn't watched. Um, I've probably talked about this before. Um, Bert Kreischer, as we know, is a favourite of mine, um, and um, what is this two? Well, there was two stand-up specials on Netflix. I believe there's another one in existence somewhere. Uh, I think I've, I've heard it. Audio. Uh, and little clips of it on YouTube and stuff. Um, so there's The Machine. And there is Secret Time. And then there was the more recent one, Hey Big Boy. Um, which, the first time I watched it, I was like, Hey, oh, yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed that. The second time I watched it, I was like, Oh, it's not as good as I thought it was. Um, somebody asked me a little while ago if if you watched a film that you didn't enjoy why would you watch it again and my answer was because part of me believes that there's something good in there and you just have to look maybe a bit harder to find it and more often than not I find that is the case very rarely will I go back to something and watch it again without a belief that there is something good in there admittedly I did put off watching Hey Big Boy um, this through this run but then the other day I was like you know what, I'm going to give it another go give it another chance and I, I really enjoyed it I found it really enjoyable it was obviously the right time to watch it it was the right point in time to watch it and I got a lot of enjoyment from it um, so I feel that, that that sort of reinforces what I was saying you know Sometimes you've just got to look at that a little bit harder. Um, so, two trips to the cinema in a week. And uh, I bought the, the, the children a film, um, which we hadn't seen. So we sat down and watched that as well. So, first film, uh, second night of, of, the, of the holiday, Went off to the cinema. Me and my eldest went to the cinema and we watched uh, Fantastic Beasts 3. That's not what it's called. It's called... Is it like The crime, The Crimes of Grindelwald, is it? Uh, sitting at the computer. Fantastic. Fantastic Beasts. No. No. The Crimes of Grindelwald was maybe the last one. Uh, it's called The Secrets of Dumbledore. Jesus. Gun to my head. I wouldn't have known that. So there you go. Fantastic Beasts. The uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. Um, I was really worried I was going to fall asleep in this film. Uh, we were going to the cinema on an evening. Uh, obviously, it's... Holiday, or it was holiday, so I, I was okay with my, my elders staying up a little bit later. Um, in hindsight, when I looked, I didn't, I never sort of registered that it was going to be a long film. Um, So it was going to end up ending a little bit later than I wanted it to. Uh, it all worked out fine in the end. Got her, got her home, got her to bed and sort of stuff. Um, I made sure to load up on coffee before going. Took an energy drink with me to sort of, Sip throughout because I was like, I can't, I can't fall asleep in this film. I need to, I need to be present and, uh, you know, once we'd finished watching it, I came out, I was like, oh, you know, what did, what did you think to that? Oh, it was great. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed this and that and the other. I was like, that's, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I got home and I said to Leon, uh, my eldest really enjoyed that film, um, but, what would have maybe been a better use of my time is if I had have fallen asleep right at the very beginning. Because I'm struggling to think of a film that I've seen, or sat through, that, was, that, that is duller than that film. Um, it was BORING! I honestly, like, my oldest was like, uh, you know, there were some bits that I I didn't really understand, some bits that I struggled to sort of understand. I was like, I am not surprised. I struggled to know what was going on. I've spoken about Star Wars recently, and I said to somebody at some point recently that I think the reason that the prequels just did not work is because they were this massive political drama when all people wanted was... Laser swords and blasters. Um, yeah, I guess I'm guessing the people that made the secrets of Dumbledore. I've never seen the the Star Wars prequels because it's like, oh we've got we've got wizards and and there's there's, there's creatures and, and oh, we could do all sorts with that. But you know what people really want to see? A real, a real deep political drama. It was fucking dull. Honestly, it, it, it comes back to that thing. How do you get it so wrong? Cast a few spells, chuck in an interesting creature here and there. Jobs are good and we all go home happy. But no, you couldn't even manage that. Oh my god, there was one bit. There was one bit where I was like, that's quite amusing. That's, that's entertaining. That's entertainment right there. The rest, I'm like, honestly, it got to the end and they just kept dragging it out and dragging it out and try and I'm like you need to end this film now. I need to get out of here because this is draining the life out of me. Holy smokes, how did you get this so wrong? <sighs> Painful experience. Um the, the one of the things is that they've got a character in it that I really enjoy. I really enjoy the the Muggle, the um Kowalski Um, Jacob, is it? I think he's a really good character. I really enjoy him as a character. And they leaned on him a little bit in this, which I kind of didn't mind, because it took away from the god-awful, boring other stuff. At least he's enjoyable as a character. Holy smokes. You've got this huge wizarding world, as we know from the 9 million Harry Potter films. You couldn't just throw a spell around every now and then. And why is it, when you've got like 18 bad guys and 2 good guys, and the whole point of it is, is if one throws a spell and the, and the other one doesn't throw their spell fast enough, that the, the, the good guys win and the bad guys don't. Bad wizards are the stormtroopers of the Harry Potter universe. They've never managed to get off a spell in time. Jesus. Um, I counteracted going to see Secrets of Dumbledore by taking uh, my middle daughter and my eldest to go and see bad guys. So for two of us, it was bad guys again. For one of us, it was for the first time. Uh, My middle daughter missed seeing bad guys uh, due to the virus. Um, So I was doing a makeup for her. And it was one of those things, uh, at the point in time that we could go and see it, we were literally already next door to the cinema. So I said to Mel, this was like, we can all go and watch this, or I can, you know, run around like a lunatic. Um, So in the end, we all went... um, I've already reviewed it, all I'm going to say is this, that's a good film, watching it again, watching it a second time around, that is a good, solid film. What I thought was interesting was I saw a thing yesterday that said that uh, the bad guys won the weekend with having the highest grossing... Uh, movie at the cinema this weekend and all I think was A. I contributed that so that's cool and B. That means that The Secrets of Dumbledore was beaten by uh, an animated movie Uh, what does that tell you? I don't know Um, I bought all all of the children uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog on Blu-ray reason is quite simple We'd, uh, we'd wanted to go and see it at the cinema. And every time I tried to make it happen, it didn't work. One of the children had a party. One of the children was sick. One of the children was doing something. You know, it was that situation. Every available opportunity that we had to go wasn't an available opportunity for us to go. In the end, we ended up missing it at the cinema. But it was something that they all wanted to see. So I was like, "Here you go. I've got. I bought you this for Easter." We sat down yesterday and we watched it um, from a from a children's film perspective. They all loved it. Uh, my middle daughter cried from the moment that film started to the moment it ended. And then when I said to her, "Did you like that?" She was like, "Yeah, it was great." <laughs> um, so there was that. Uh, my eldest thoroughly enjoyed it, and. Uh, my youngest kind of liked it, but she didn't like the fact that my middle daughter was upset by it. So she ended up sort of doing a runner, and and I don't think she really watched it. Um, few things: um, the CG in that film is terrible. Why? I don't. I don't know why. Like, oh, do, you want, do you want a robot? CG robot? It's going to look amazing. It's going to look great. You can interact with it. It's, it's real good. It's good, that. Do you want a CG animal? Oh, yeah, that sounds great. It's going to look awful. And any time anybody tries to interact with it, it will look terrible. Um, so, obviously, you've got that. Uh, a real bugbear of mine, as far as films are concerned, is British people playing Americans, and Americans playing British people. And this film had both. It's like, well, what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? And then, <laughs> get the British person who's playing an American to throughout go, oh, how about I do my British accent? And then just using their normal voice. <sighs> fuck's sake however i am not the target audience for clifford the big red dog um even though i'm not the target audience it was enjoyable i could see a lot of enjoyment from a film like that um uh, yeah it, it was it was fine like i say it's not the film for me but it, i i I wasn't watching it for me, I was watching it for them and they really enjoyed it and that's all that matters, if you have a child that's that's into big red dogs maybe give Clifford the big red dog a chance finally, we get to talk computer games, again, second time today Um, it's, it's Horizon Forbidden West um there was a point yesterday where I was like, I think I need to admit to myself that I don't like this game. Um, I find the game to be quite offensive. Um, as we know at this point, I've talked about it extensively. Um, as, a, as a sequel, it's not good. Uh, it's, a, it's definitely a step backwards as far as a lot of stuff is concerned. Gameplay-wise, the climbing mechanic is awful. You fall off stuff all the time. Uh, There are times that you don't know where you're supposed to be jumping to. There are times where you fall off stuff. Um, I I will reiterate, if you fall off something and you could go back, like, ten steps, but instead the game sends you back to the beginning of that section, the game can go fuck itself. This is not the 1990s. You can replay something from the instant you fall off it. Don't be a dick. Um, Just want to make that bit clear. Um, There is so much wrong with this game. It's almost... I mean, it's very difficult to find anything right with it. Uh, All I get told by people is, isn't it just more of the same? It is just more of the same, but worse. Um, I have been dragging it out, and a lot of that involves playing the side missions. What I realised yesterday was, all the side missions are the same. Go and talk to this person for 20 minutes, follow them for 10 minutes, then do thing. And as, uh, as Sam said to me today, and that thing is either press button or kill monster. And I went, yes, yes. Yes, it is. I just... Part of me started to wonder. Part of me started to wonder if maybe it's it's just a sign. Maybe, Maybe it's a sign of my age. Maybe it's a sign of my life. Maybe it's a sign of where I am right now. Maybe it's time... To move away from gaming, maybe it's time to be a be a grown up and you know, start whittling or I don't know, read more books. He says, um, I you know I read pretty much every day. It's weird, the thought of reading when I'm normally playing computer games doesn't fill me with joy, but going to bed without reading a book, also doesn't fill me with joy, the thought of it, so it's like that's, that's kind of where I'm at, but I found myself not playing games more than playing games because the thought of playing games doesn't thrill me, so maybe that's a sign, maybe it's a sign that it's time for a new hobby, maybe that's the answer something to ponder for another time what I can say is this I have reached a point with this game where I am thinking let's maybe just finish it as I said earlier though my fear is that if I finish it I'll turn the Playstation off and maybe not turn it back on I don't know what that means and I don't know if I'm ready to find out yet we'll see there we go that's that for now I hope you're doing okay, hope you're doing well and if you made it this far, thanks for listening along I'll catch you next time so there you go, what do you think to that another one done, another week gone, another week closer to whatever you might be looking forward to big thank you to listening along to this And anything else you might be listening along to, big thank you if you're a long time, big thank you if you're a first time. Um, Before we get out of here, please do consider like, subscribe, share, comment and maybe even drop us a review. You can also jump over to our website, cookiecast.com. Over there you'll find various different ways you can get in touch with us, even some uh, social media links. Please do get in touch if you want to drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on, it's perfectly fine. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'll say bye, and I'll see you then.